Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of cancel culture, which is uh, apparently, uh, which we just did a little bit of. Just, yeah, dear we just listener, did some. you want to know what we're cancel culture is? Participate in more. Yeah, we're gonna, we're about um, to go off. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was brought to my attention that this uh, business, uh, what is it called? Squirrel. Squirrel. Squirrel well, jam. Squirrel, because it's S Q I R L. Oh. It looks like a fucking web developing term. Like, yeah. oh, did you check the data packet protocol to the SQIRL? No, no. Oh, uh, let me refresh that and see if the server starts working. <laughs> yeah, but they are a jam company in LA that was already known for kind of being a gentrifier in um certain in this community that they're in, uh, and basically raising the prices of things, bringing mostly white people in. These are they sell fifteen dollar. Uh, eight ounce jam jars, jars of jam. Yeah. Eight what ounce a jars fucking of jam. Skin. I, I don't want to buy anything for eight ounces of eight ounces in eight ounces of quantity for $15 unless it's like weed or valuable spices like saffron. That's it. Yeah. Are you fucking joking me? <laughs> yeah. Um, but so it was brought to my attention that they actually have been since somewhere around 2012, basically scooping mold out of their jam and selling it. Yeah. Like routinely and just broadly not using any standard jam making practices that would prevent mold from forming. Um, like, so this was all the thing you sent me was all a Instagram story and it had like how i don't know how many fucking parts 35 40 yeah um and i i i'm such an old man i did not know that on instagram you can press and hold so i was like toggling back and forth for a while before i figured out but that's irrelevant what's relevant is that like anybody i'm not a I don't do canning or, or jam making or anything, but tons and tons of people who went and saw these facilities who do this kind of thing at home were like, this is not how you do any of this. This doesn't clean yeah. any of the equipment. This doesn't prevent any kind of mold from forming. This is one of the most unhygienic ways you could ever run a business. Also, I mean, like they're, the cooler in which they were storing things, they apparently the fan was literally blowing mold dust in. Yeah, they said there was mold on the fan blades. Yeah, it was supposed to be fixed, quote, in the renovation, which whatever the hell that means. What is that? That just reminds me of the thing that we covered when we were talking about the Trader Joe's thing. The, like, the renovation. The that's what those <laughs> left behind books are about, right? When Jesus comes and takes all the good people up to heaven, they disappear out of their clothes <laughs> and float naked through the sky. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and I think that that's really what they were hoping for. And honestly, I think the only help that the employees would have gotten in this situation, because clearly the owner of this business doesn't give a damn about creating safe work conditions for these people. Cause I'm sure, um, you know, listener that can, that breathing in mold is bad. That actually, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It's a kind of simple in that way well, and being that exposed you don't want to, to do it being exposed to mold is bad too and the reason that there is no acceptable level of cultures which is another word for molds and other things that grow inside of other things is in jams is because jam the cultures that grow in jams are harmful bacteria <laughs> or yeah. harmful mold. John, did you get a chance to actually like click on the like go to the, the link it was basically like 
Oh, and uh, see the picture. photo of the bucket. I actually yeah. deliberately refrained from that because I wanted yeah, to give our, our paying listeners the oh. the value of hearing my oh. reaction to it live. What's the URL? Uh, moldbucket.clickbaittrash.com. Moldbucket. Here we go, dear listener. Dot clickbait. Clickbait. I can't type trash. I'm so nervous. Dot com. It looks like an open wound in the side of a large animal. Yeah. It looks like I an like in- actually like genuine trigger warning if you if you are if you have if you're squeamish at all actually don't if go you to have, it. Yeah, don't. I would just broadly recommend against looking at this image. There are so many more colors in this than I would have thought possible. This is it. <laughs> this is at least two or three unique strains of bacteria and mold and it's all mixed in with jam and shit it looks like somebody fucking bled out a dying animal into a five gallon bucket oh yikes (laughs) well that is a very that's a very very visual description oh yeah so this is that's what they were skimming off the top, and then they were yeah. serving the rest of the jam because this owner lady she was telling them, you can, if you scoop and then you scoop another two inches, two inches, the yeah. health department says it's okay. And if you look at any of the federal or state guidelines for this, they're like, if there's mold on it, you we we advise against trying to reclaim any of it. But it's consistently done, and like I said, from since 2012. People have been saying this has been happening for eight years, and this is like a current thing. Like the the they're asking current employees, "Is this still happening?" And they're like, "Yeah, this business practice has never never changed." But how did they get away with it? I think that maybe like you think, "Oh wow, the health inspectors probably would have seen they couldn't have like covered up the buckets really fast or whatever." I mean, to scoop out an entire layer of mold on you know buckets or whatever, you would be very difficult to hide from a health inspector. I mean, well, you would think so, right? Yeah, you'd think so. But this lady, she uh, she acts like all of the commercial production of the jam is done offsite at some kind of special certified, you know, in line with everything facility. But we, or, or this person who was posting this Instagram story, uh, had sources from so, so I cannot stress this enough. So many individual different sources, uh, asking like, Hey, was this a practice going on when you worked there? Hey, is this a practice going on currently? And they said, yes, everything is done on site in a little hidden dark room that's out of the way. And when the health inspectors show up, they, she turn off the lights, turn off the lights and locks the employees who work in that portion in that room while the health inspector inspects the rest of the restaurant, shoving a black plastic bag under the door to make sure that they can't be seen moving. Yeah. Like literally like locking employees in a room. Yeah. Making it so that the health inspector can't even see that there are people working. And then you're in there with the lights off trying not to move surrounded by mold that you've just either scraped into buckets off of this jam or that is still sitting on the jam. And this lady, like multiple times employees have asked her like, Hey, is there another way that we should be doing this? Like, is there a way to prevent this mold? What's wrong with this? What's wrong with this? And she's just like, no, this is all you have to do. This is all anybody says you have to do. Just like brushing everything. This is the way that we've done it for eight years now. Yeah. Yeah, just totally unwilling to change. And it's like, 
It's the most mindless neglect. Plus, you know she's making like a crazy amount of money off of this, selling the yeah. jams for $15 for eight ounces. And then like you have reports from people from businesses nearby who are like, oh, yeah, we used to order from them all the time. They definitely had a mold problem with their jams. And I'm like, you ordered from them yeah. all the time? Is this area so gentrified that you people don't even fucking blink at $15 for a little bottle of jam? Well, I mean, it's, I think it's name recognition. I mean, that's what that's what they've done is they've created this sort of brand that actually shields them from any actual accountability. I mean, this is similar to like how big businesses are able to convince communities to go against uh, unionizing and striking people to say, oh, that business treats you well. Right. It's, it's literally the exact same concept. They're not going to be held accountable because of their pub- their public facing uh, image. Well, speaking now, of shielding from accountability, uh, there's a couple of shields yeah. that you can buy from this company. Uh, oh, the squirrel <laughs> jam company. That one, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if we I remember the description just minutes ago of the mold bucket if you would like to wear that on your face (laughs) they actually (laughs) they actually are selling masks that genuinely look like mold yeah they have a a two mask set for twenty dollars which again who ten dollars a mask the one of the front one the, the the primary one on display is fucking like mold green, green and yellow, green and yellow tie dye. Yeah, green yellow tie dye. Yeah, it looks like fucking mold. And then the other one is like lavender purple. That one is unremarkable. But this this yeah. fucking mold one, they're like, would you like a mold mask and a gr- from and the a, mold jam from company? the mold jam company and a grape and a grape jam mask? You know, just for <laughs> shits and giggles. Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, the one good thing that uh, about this is that if you happen to have bought their strawberry jam. Uh, it likely didn't have uh, these mold spores in it because it is their uh, most popular item. Right. So if you are only a, if you're a strawberry only person, then um, I guess uh, you're a I psycho. You- <laughs> strawberry is one of the worst <laughs> kinds of jam. I do not understand people who are like strawberry jam is my favorite. What are you fucking talking about? Blackberry jam good, way better. It's... Blueberry jam oh, way better. I, I was, I'm raspberry. I like raspberry. I see. I'm not a big raspberry person, but I I understand the appeal. Um, I just like, there's, I, to me, there's nothing a raspberry jam can do that a blackberry jam doesn't do better. They're both great. They're so, they're, they're both good. If you know, if somebody made me a PB and J with raspberry jelly, I'd happily eat it. Well, I, I really actually thought you were going in a different direction with this one because they, it like, so this is such a multifaceted issue that so far we've covered two or three different things and we still have more to go. Yeah. We literally, we, we have, uh, gone through some of these, uh, screenshotted, um, conversations and it turns out that a lot of these recipes in like the first couple years were actually developed by people of color and like sure that's fine that's great the thing about it is that they were given zero credit zero credit and just totally wiped and this woman was doing like she was building a brand for herself so it's just like it's like book deal promotion you know interview with bon appetit interview with gourmet magazine or whatever and she's the mastermind she's done all of this she's literally look like colonizing these people's information it's 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 appalling and like you mentioned the book deal they they actually have a book coming out on July 21st and I guarantee, just based on how all of this stuff is coming out, that there is not a single dime going to these original uh, people who contributed to the business doing well. I mean, if you think about the way that businesses are designed to work, uh, they have like a board of people or whatever, or the, the what do they call them? Investors, all these investors mm-hmm. uh, in the company who are supposed to benefit or whatever. And, you know, 
these people invested their actual knowledge. They they are literally people who knew more than she did. She took their information and she's making a ton of money off of it. It is literally a classic colonizer situation here. Yeah. And I mean, it's the kind of thing that like is encouraged in American society. You know, it's the kind of behavior that leads us to have memes that are things like I'll handle the business end because you know that that means like I'm going to do fucking nothing and take all the credit, which is like Mm -hmm. such a normalized behavior that it's instinctive in people not to just do it, but also to recognize it. But you know, I don't know how, but people still go completely unchecked for like eight years and like totally fucking up other, like these people worked hard on their recipes and they're not only getting no credit, but then this woman is ruining their recipes by using moldy jam. Yeah. Not, not even like, so one of the things is there, there, she's not using proper containers. She's literally using one of the, she's using five gallon buckets, yeah, uh, plastic buckets, which apparently are horrible at actually protecting from, uh, any sorts of mold or bacteria. Yeah, you want to minimize exposure to oxygen. You're basically leaving the whole top area totally exposed. Like even putting it in like an old water cooler jug would be better. It's really appalling. And then just the fact that there, if you look at the pictures of the community that they're in, there's a couple other businesses in this area that are also kind of complicit in this gentrification. But there, it, this is a, a, a poorer community in LA. Yeah. And this super rich person is coming in and basically raising rents and making it difficult for the original businesses that were in this area to survive. And many of them haven't. Yeah. Like the actual culture that was in this area, which was a culture of many people of color, is literally like gone. Yeah, it's wild. And then, you know, not to mention just directly taking advantage of the people of color who lived in the neighborhood, who worked for her and gave her recipes and gave her time. And they even mentioned this one guy who like was there so often uh, that he basically propped the business up single-handedly and like he never got any recognition. He worked a day job and then he would come to squirrel and work overnight. And like, she just wrote him out of the story. Yeah. I, this is, this is like a, a classic American story. If, if I've ever seen one really, it's just like some asshole who, who knows how to get the the rights to something comes in takes all the money kicks all of the other people out um disenfranchises a bunch of people of color and then all throughout this whole process has been basically doing crimes i mean i would consider this a crime basically in some ways you're poisoning the community it's absolutely criminal yeah by by what my definition of criminality is this is one of the more criminal things you can do um i i'm I'm hoping that this coming out, this um, cancellation of their business yep. uh, is going to do something to uh, at least get these employees better work conditions uh, or hopefully. I mean, like, I don't even know. I think this business should be, just be taken <laughs> over am. by the employees and yeah. given to them. And if they want to like just sell it and take the money, that's fine. If they want to like I develop good business practices and like actually start making jam out of these recipes and be like, this is who actually came up with this recipe. This is, this is the right way. To, and then like using proper safety precautions and everything like I would be, that would be cool too. But like other than yeah. that, and there's not really that I much don't... of an avenue for those things. Under the like, current what's system. to save? I really yeah. want to know, like, what's to save? I don't know. I, I, there's, yeah. there's nothing worth saving. Just, I mean, just the employees, just the employees who would be displaced if they lost their jobs and their, their horrible, demeaning, 
illegal jobs. Locked in a back room. Yeah. Jobs. Yeah. What a thing.